So what have you been up to lately, Rob? I Well, I, I'm a little bit annoyed that nobody told me about this, but in October-ish time, uh, <laughs> okay. Hasbro announced and I guess released a Back to the Future and Transformers crossover. Um, there's a four-issue really? comic, and there's a DeLorean Transformer toy that you can buy. Hmm. Which I immediately bought as soon as I found out. Um, is it out or is it coming soon type of thing? So the the toy is available. Like, the Transformer is available. I have it in my hands. And the comic has got... It's two episodes are out already, and then there's two more... Two episodes, two issues. Right. Um, and then there's two more coming, I think, this month. Um, hmm. But I, I was a bit... It, it feels like the kind of thing that would have come across my radar, but apparently it didn't. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know that I've ever remember seeing that either myself. Yeah, I, I can't even remember how I found it. Now I think I was looking for something else, and then I saw this. You know, it must have been a shop or something. Was like, oh, we've got the Back to the Future Transformers comic, and I was like, what is this? Um, so I, I immediately huh. pre-ordered the comic, um, and then found a place that was still selling the toy because it it seems like maybe it's sort of a little bit sold out, like not. You know, it's not like extremely popular, but it's clearly popular enough that not everywhere had it in stock. Right. And maybe it's a limited run or something. The the reason I asked was because I'm pretty sure it was was this Mattel, did you say, or Hasbro? Uh, I think it it's Hasbro. Uh, uh yeah, Hasbro, because I guess that's who yeah, does maybe Transformers. It, maybe it yeah, maybe it was Hasbro. I forget who it was, but I rem- somebody was making a motorized version of the Tesla truck concept that was shown off. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a year ago or so. And one of my favorite all-time rants is a very Italian reaction uh, by Federico to the Tesla truck about what an abomination it, was, yes. it is to design and, and beauty, right, <laughs> on, that he did, had on Connected. And when I saw this toy come across my radar, I immediately ordered it thinking I would, I would send it to him as kind of a joke. Well, it came like within a week of the time it was supposed to ship, which was last Christmas season. And I got an email saying it was going to be delayed and that unless I went online and filled out some form, it was never going to come. And I just let it go because it was, you know, it was, I had already waited for nine months for this little, <laughs> little toy truck. And at this point, it was like, well, I'm not even sure if Federico is going to remember the joke anymore, uh, let alone myself. So I just let it go. But, uh, but yeah, it's sometimes those things. It was a it was a COVID related delay, I guess. Rob, sure. You know, those, you know, the toys the toys don't get made during the pandemic sometimes. Well, so I'm glad you got yours though. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that I was surprised about, I don't think I realized how expensive like toys were. Um, you know, like <laughs> yeah, it's probably been a while since you bought one for yourself, right? Like I buy Lego, but you know, Lego is everybody kind of knows that Lego is an expensive thing. Um, yeah, it's always been expensive. But, you know, I mean, it was like, I can't remember, I think it was like £32 or something, which is not, you know, uh-huh. not, you know it's not like I'm like remortgaging the house or anything. Um, <laughs> right. But like, it's not a big thing. Like, it's just a plastic like car that right. turns into a transformer. I was like, oh, okay, apparently £30 is the price for these things. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That, well, that's that's cool. I, um, you know, after we recorded a couple of weeks ago, I got some very exciting news on Twitter, which was that Arby's was doing a special kids meal with codes for special meat-related DLC for Shovel Knight. 
And, you know, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, great game. Very great game. And Arby's, well known for their kind of, I guess you would call it a sassy Twitter account that <laughs> likes to <laughs> jo- joke around and make fun of other fast food chains more than anything else. And they're, they were doing a kid's meal where if there were seven different things that you could get these seven different codes. And you would get things like, you know, roast beef sandwiches that, you, that would be enemies you'd have to defeat in the, in the game. And I thought, well, I've got to have that. Uh, you know, it's this seem, and and also I thought this seems like a very ruminate thing to do. Of course. So I, so really the day, and here's the mistake I made, Rob. And this is this is a classic fast food deal mistake. I went too soon. I went there like the next day. Uh, I took a little time off, drove out to the Arby's. There aren't a lot of those around here either. And drove out there and went for the kids meal and Arby's really isn't very good it uh, I'm not a fan at all but I I got my kids meal and it was not the shovel knight toy in fact I went with my son and we both ordered kids meals because we thought you know we'll get two different codes we'll have some extra DLC and one of our kids meals didn't even have a toy so, you know, shame on Arby's is what I say. Shame on Arby's for not giving me what I wanted and what I needed. I hadn't been to an Arby's in decades. And here you are. You got a Shovel Knight DLC thing. You, 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 you know, you talked me into it. And I'm not going back. Um, so, you know, it's like either you go too soon, which is what I did, or you go too late and you miss like the crazy chicken sandwich, uh, you know, made with the chicken that they used to have at KFC. Remember that sure. when they did? The, they made a sandwich that had no real bun. The bun was the fried chicken. Yeah, I think if you'll remember, I did my duty and had one of those, and it was hideous. Did. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You did. And it had all sorts of cheese and thing, things on the inside, right? Oh, God, it I was awful. I don't remember exactly what it was made with. Yeah, I mean, it was just like the two, like, bits of chicken on the outside, and then, I don't know, another bit of chicken, I think, inside with some sauce. It wasn't very good. No, well, I'm not. I guess I'm not shocked. Not shocked at all. But that was one of my pandemic forays was to the Arby's drive-through to see if I could get myself a kids' meal, and it was all for naught. I'm uh, looking on their website because I've never frequented an Arby's. Um, This doesn't look very good. I don't know. I don't even know if they're international at all. They may just be in the U.S. Maybe they are. Yeah, I don't. I mean, there's maybe one in London. London seems to have mm-hmm. at least, like, one of all these... Um... One of every bad thing from America. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, um, that's good. That's a, that's a great distinction for London. London's a great city, except that for it having uh, one of every bad thing from America. Yeah. I mean, the real question, what toy did you get? Mm, something like... I think it was some sort of dance thing. It was like Dance Dance Revolution or something like that right. from the previous promotion. I, you know what? I didn't even look at it. I was so up, I was so upset, Rob. I just threw it in the garbage. You just threw it away immediately. <laughs> I did. I didn't even open it. Calvin told me that it wasn't what we wanted and it was some dance thing, and I threw it in the garbage. Oh, no. And I, and I was done with it. And you were having a nice day out. You got your son there with you, and it's—I <laughs> know—it was like a family thing. We were bonding over video games, and then it was—you know—it was—it was—it didn't work out at all. Instead, I've been playing Pokemon Yellow on my game. Uh, on I was going to say on my Game Boy Advance on my uh, my 3ds. Oh, really? Yeah, I I get the itch for old games every now and then, and I've really been feeling it lately. Like I I got out. I, I found I realized after rooting around in the house for a while, I mean, we're trying to clear out a lot of old stuff, and it turns out I have 
a 2DS, a 3DS XL, a regular 3DS, a DSi, uh, a regular DS, I think, uh, and a Game Boy Color, and a Game Boy SP. Wow, you've got them all there. Yeah, it's about it, I think. But but I was look, going through and looking, and then I found all the games that we still had lying around. And I was trying to figure out what I could play on which devices. Because, you know, some of the DSs had Game Boy Advance slots. Some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. And I still I still have one that does have that slot. And uh, the, I'm trying to remember if that... And then there's a... I have a matte black one, which is pretty cool. And then I have the white shiny DSi. I think that was a DSi. And uh, so I was looking through all these games. And I, I don't actually have Pokemon Yellow in a cartridge but I got out of all these different games. I was trying to figure out what was the best way to play these things. And I wanted to play some more Pokemon games. And I was looking around and I thought, well, I've got this old SP and I've got these other things. But I realized that really the best way to play those would be on the 3DS XL using the virtual console because it's a big, bright screen. And these old... These old Game Boys, like the Game Boy Color, the speaker doesn't work properly anymore. And, you know, there's some, some of them have some issues. Um, I, I think the two devices that I like the most at this point are the Game Boy SP, because it'll still play the old Game Boy cartridges. And that was kind of one of the last Game Boy models. It has a pretty bright and big screen compared to some of the other ones. And it has that, that flip phone thing going for it, which is kind of fun. And then I have a 3DS XL, which, again, it's just like the biggest screen possible and bright and a pretty nice way to still play a video game. So I've been doing, using that those two probably the most. I did then, you know, and of course when you do this, you end up finding yourself on Wikipedia at some point because I, I, was, I found this adapter thing. I was like, what is this? It was pretty clearly for a DS and it had a slot that looked like a Game Boy or Game Boy Advance slot. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And so I was kind of Googling around for it. And I found myself on Wikipedia reading about old Nintendo hardware. And I realized it was an adapter for a Guitar Hero game that we used to have. And we didn't have the, the accessory anymore, just the, the interface for connecting it to, uh, I think it was a DS. And... So I was looking at these things, and then I, of course, that led me down a path to find, re- recalling that the DSi had a web br- a version of Opera, the Opera b- browser built into it, mm. which is when I started thinking, well, this is fun. Let's charge this up and see what uh, surfing the web on an Opera browser on a DS is like. Yeah, I'll tell you, you know what? It's not very good. No, uh, I'm shocked. Many, <laughs> it, first of all, it, it it's so old. I it was, I think it was from 2010. So it's you know we're talking a, a full decade old. So old enough that the default was HTTP instead of HTTPS, and so that was a problem right out of the out of the box. But I figured that out pretty quickly. And then you know your average modern website really just wouldn't wouldn't load at all. Uh, Mac story is loaded. It, I will grant you that there, there were a number of errors. I think especially as it tried to pull in media from our, you know, from our, uh, from Rackspace, which is where we host all of the, the media files. It seemed to not 
it seemed to have some hiccups with that. But eventually it pulled down everything, including the, the images, and I was able to surf the site, but it was really slow and painful. And I took some pictures and posted them on Twitter just because why not? Uh, but yeah, it was a little trip down video game memory lane, and that all led me to start playing Pokemon Yellow on 3DS. And you know, fun game. I what I, I I've been kind of I've been kind of figuring out what ga- old games do I want to play, and which ones are too ultimately too expensive to play. Because it's really interesting, you know, if if something's on the virtual console, you can get the actual physical cartridges for f- fairly reasonable price. But there's this weird gray area where things aren't available at all, like a lot of the DS games, like, say, I think like Pokemon uh, Emerald and Ruby and Sapphire, those those games, those aren't available on any kind of downloadable... Well, that's not true. Some of them are available on the 3DS. But there's a, there is a, a few versions of Pokemon uh, that were, came out for the DS that aren't available elsewhere. And those cartridges cost like eighty, ninety, a hundred dollars, yeah, very easily. You know, like uh, maybe it's like black and white. I forget. There's there are some. I was kind of looking at the whole series and thinking, where should I jump in? Should I go with Pokemon Red and Blue? Go all the way back to the beginning? And those are like ten dollars on the Virtual Console. And while it'd be kind of neat to have the cartridge and and play on the cartridge. I just as soon play on the biggest, nicest screen I can, which is why I was going with the virtual console games. Yeah, I mean, Yellow's a pretty good, pretty good choice because I mean, I, yeah. I feel like I'm not remembering exactly, but it's basically red and blue, right? Like, right. I, I don't, I don't I think, think it's so, that yeah. much different. Right, right. So, part and the other aspect of this, of why I've been doing it, is because I do have that analog pocket coming later this year, which. I think long-time listeners might be aware of. It's the analog makes very high-end retro hardware that is not running emulators. It's designed to play the original cartridges, and this works with all Game Boy and Game Boy Advance cartridges. Plus, it's got adapters for Game Gear and some other systems, and it, it was announced like over a year ago Pre-orders happened last year. Then there were delays with the pandemic. And now, supposedly, the first orders, including mine, are supposed to come mid-year, 2021. And so I have been picking up a handful of old Game Boy games, like going through lists of classic Game Boy games on places like Polygon and Kotaku and seeing what are the games that I would like to play today that are kind of have maybe historic value or just plain fun games that I'd like to play on a really nice system with a crisp uh, crisp screen. And this analog pocket, I don't I didn't order this, though I think I may if if it comes out of back order. It does have an interface where you can dock it and actually play over HDMI onto a large screen TV these old games, which I'm not sure. I think it scales. Um, I think they've got it, you know, figure it out so that they can scale it to a screen that large but that could be kind of fun too uh, i think it'd be fun but i'm telling you now pokemon yellow is not going to look good on your you know 40 inch <laughs> tv that you've got in your living room <laughs> i know i know that that that's true that's why i think that's why ultimately i didn't order the docking solution originally i just i just got the handheld because it'll i mean it's it's a very crisp screen but 
you know, that game was designed for two inches diagonal, and that's that's what I'm going to play it on. I even, you know, Limited Run Games just did a, they just did a game, two games that came out last last Friday, and they are actual Game Boy cartridges that are of uh, older games that I just ordered on Friday. Oh, interesting. Those. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to checking those out. Um, I They were like 35 bucks each, and I just ordered them. Let me see what they were. Um, one is, yeah, one of them is Amazing Penguin, and the other one is Spanky's Quest, which is a... Uh, which which is a game about a monkey. Wow. Well, there and you go. I will tell you. I will tell you. One of my one of the things I like uh, about reading about video games on Wikipedia is how serious the descriptions are. Oh yeah. And, yeah, they really go you know, for I it. Mean, <laughs> I got to I got to see where the oh, where was it? All right, I'm going to make you edit this for a second. Oh, okay. Here it is. The, this is the last line in the description of Spanky's Quest. And it is, The enemies in the game are generally different types of fruits, with the notable exception of the witch. And I just thought that was one of the funniest <laughs> sentences I had read in a while. Because it's just so serious. It's like, well, we got to mention that there's a witch and that the witch isn't a fruit. So, <laughs> I should note that down. Witches are not fruit. Need to remember right. that. Right, so that's uh, that's the, neither of these games are ones that I was familiar with, but I did before ordering them look them up and see that they are considered two of the more innovative and interesting games on the Game Boy. So I thought, why not? I need to build a collection of cartridges for this thing that's coming, and I will order them. So I did. Nice. Yeah, I I don't really order from limited run games. I, I did a while ago, but there's um. There's been some problem now where like the the customs fees coming into the UK and even just the EU are like really high, like uh, extraordinarily is to, high. Is it related to Brexit or? Yeah, I think it's part of that. I think also part of it is they changed where they were shipping various things. I think it depends what uh, oh. what console it is and stuff like that. But um, you know, so when I start adding it up and there's the shipping anyway, you know, which they're charging me you know, a fair amount of shipping and then there's customs on top of right. it and I end up paying, you know, two hundred pounds or something for a game which I'm not no, willing to do. It's true. Yeah, though their games are not inexpensive either. I mean, because usually they're either games that were just digital downloads that they're creating a physical copy for that or they're doing some sort of uh, you know, special add ins, you know, bonus content. Like they did, I don't know if you saw the. Did you? I'm sure you saw the Scott Pilgrim thing they did, right? Well, that that was what led me to see that there was some problems <laughs> with their ship, or you know, with customs fees and stuff like that. Because I was yeah. kind of thinking, okay, so the physical copy is a little bit more expensive. I can live with that. Even the shipping, I'm kind of like, I can accept that. Like, who cares? But then once you sort of add in the customs fees on top of that, it's like I'm going to end. I would have ended up paying something like eighty or ninety pound for. <laughs> For a game that costs yeah. like fifteen pound on on you know a digital download, which I just wasn't willing to do, right? And then they had all kinds of special versions you could get that had all kinds of artwork in it and little game, little toys involved. And yeah, I I didn't order that either. I just ended up getting the digital download of that game for the Switch, which I have played and it's very nice. It's very fun, but uh, not a new game. And to spend that much money to have it shipped to the UK would be kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally not worth it. Although, you know, not for me. I mean, there are people who 
are really into you know sort of collecting these limited run games and stuff but i don't want to yes. start going down that route yeah it seems like they're not they're getting away from they used to do the thing where it was like we're just making x number of copies and there would these be these wild rushes to order their order their games and i guess hence the name limited run games but for instance with this one that i just ordered it it wasn't like that. I mean, in fact, I believe you can still buy it if you want to. Yeah, you can still buy yeah, it. It's I just can. that it was like it was like, oh, it's going to go on sale at 9 a.m. on Friday this day, and so I marked my calendar and I ordered it. But it's not it's not one of those things where they're. I, I assume that what they're going to do is they're not going to ship until they reached a certain production level, because I they didn't really promise when it was going to show up. Um, I think it's supposed. To, I. Th- think maybe there's a suggestion that was coming in april but but yeah it's uh there it's not like they only print, printed 100, 100 copies and you know went to the first 100 people which makes sense i mean that's just limiting their own upside to it too yeah definitely i mean it's definitely what they used to do was like a, a full like right we're gonna make 100 or a thousand or whatever whereas now they do right these more open pre-orders where they at least know how many they know what the demand is there because this is open until the 4th of April for pre-order. Um, so that's oh, another yeah. like two or three weeks. So they at least, you know, presumably anyone who wants this will have ordered it by then. Yeah, that's where I'm getting the April from. Yeah, it's a little bit like the Cotton Bureau of video games where Cotton Bureau does the T-shirts and it's kind of like, well, we're going to figure out how many people want to buy first and then we're going to print them, which, you know, that's a it's a smart way to do it. It takes a lot of the risk out of it. You don't have to actually say figure out what your stock's going to be and then maybe get stuck if it's not popular yeah definitely wow okay i think i mean i don't i haven't really done anything no the most exciting thing was picking up my or getting my transformer back to the future toy and turn up this would be these last couple of weeks so <laughs> yeah well you know it's it's uh not surprising there's not a lot going on here as well i mean the only thing that's nice is that it started to actually warm up here a little bit so it's nice to actually have an opportunity to get outside again because I had a few weeks there where I was getting a little a little stir crazy because it was incredibly cold and I would go a couple of days and then realize oh the the furthest I've left the house is to go out to the uh, the bins to to throw out the trash and that was <laughs> that was it for two or three days and now it's at least uh, warm enough that I've been going out and getting some walks in and doing things like that. Yeah, I, I went out and posted a letter this morning, so you know I've really been. Wow! <laughs> Congratulations! I know. Well done. Yeah. Wow. Any UK people? It's Mother's Day on Sunday. Not US people, but uh, UK people. Mother's Day. That's why I was I was posting a, a card. Um, but. Oh, you know what? We're about to come up on uh, daylight savings here on Sunday, so I'm kind of glad we're recording now because. Next time we record, maybe we'll be caught up again, but that's always a little bit of a hassle for me (laughs) for a couple of weeks in dealing with people in Europe and the UK. Yeah, we'll have to try and remember that because I can't remember when ours change. Um, Yeah, I think they're generally a couple of weeks off um, between the US and the UK now, so it may be that we're not out of the woods, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on your calendar. It always messes me, even though I'm ready for it and I'm used to it now, it always in some way surprises me at some point where I think, oh, I'm, I'm talking to Federico in five minutes. No, you're not. You're talking to him in an hour and five minutes, you know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, well, I, I don't want to repeat a last year because you'll remember I sat down to eat my dinner 
and you messaged me and said, uh, I'm ready to record. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> right, right, exactly. That's that's another good example of a situation where I was on top of it, but you were not. So uh, now that we've reminded each other, maybe we'll get it right this time around. Yeah, we will see. All right. Well, I will talk to you in a couple of weeks then, Rob. All right. Speak to you later. Okay, bye.